Hey, what up? It's Ray. And Jeff. And this is The Blind Leading the Blind. Yes, sir. Shit talking, navigating this world, no strategy, just feeling our way through. (laughs) Basically. Bumping into shit, stepping on our feet, you know, but one day at a time. Exactly. So, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I just knew, I thought I found the greatest news story of all time, (laughs) but I just found out that it was fake like 10 minutes ago, right? (laughs) So, apparently, let me read this story to you. A 27-year-old Jackson, Mississippi man was arrested over the weekend for hacking into the Hines County Human Services Department Mm. and approving all applications for food stamps. (laughs) After approving applications, he mailed cards and gave new applicants totaling $2,500, and current cardholders gave him $2,500 more. And I thought that was the greatest thing (laughs) I had ever heard in my life. Found out it was fucking false. The guy's even just admitting it like, yeah, I was just fucking with y'all. But man, that was <laughs> food stamp Robin Hood would have been. Bro, I love that Robin Hood shit. I swear <laughs> to you, I swear <laughs> to you. And then the fact that it's in the middle of a pandemic too. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, if there's a crime to commit, mm-hmm. let's at least give people a chance to feed themselves, especially because what yeah. Mississippi about got tore up by the new hurricane too. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget one of the saddest things I've ever seen was. It's, it's it's not too sad. I don't want to I don't want to bring the mood down already. But <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, working at the dean's office in college. Yeah. I went across the street to get some groceries. Uh, college student had no money, no nothing. Yeah. In front of me was a little kid with a large shopping cart full. Yeah. Up to the top, totally full. Even the bottom rack underneath had like soda cans and all this stuff on it. Oh. He goes up to the register and. He gives her, like, some kind of change, something. And she's like, I'm sorry, this isn't enough. And he, like, pushes the whole full cart back and, like, starts... It was a a shopping cart full of soda cans? It was just, like, a bunch of different food, all different kinds of food. Different kinds of food? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. wait. So he had a shopping cart full of food. Oh, like... Oh, and he wasn't able to afford it. Okay, all right. All right, I was fucking stupid for a second. (laughs) I was like, what do you mean, like... Okay, yeah. but I got you. I got you. So he brought all the food up. Did you pay for my man, or did you just like look at that? At nigga? that time, I was a college student, <laughs> Jeff. I was a college student, Jeff. I had five dollars in my wallet. And you that were just was like, damn, couldn't be me. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can't help you. I... You just gotta look. like that's that's the, really the worst is when you want to help somebody out, but you just can't. Yeah. It's just like, yep, hey, yep. bro, I would if I could. But... <laughs> I didn't even have a credit card. I didn't have yeah. Shit. That's fucking tragic, but hey, man, it is what it is. <laughs> At the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, niggas did uh, niggas did what he had to do. Yeah. Not even really. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I just heard the uh, Nas album recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was very happily surprised. Happily surprised? What, you thought yes. Nas lost it or something? So let me, let me do a little detail. Yeah. I feel like Nas has never, his lyrical ability has never faltered. But yeah. But I feel like... Everything else has faulted. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like yeah. The, the beats, some of the, like, arrangements, the people he he chooses to put on songs with him. He's not setting himself up for yeah. success, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like with this one, it all came together really well, and I was really happy about it. Somebody probably fucking told him what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah. Yeah, actually, yes. Uh, so, um, this producer, Hit Boy, yeah. uh, executive produced the whole thing, handled all that for him. Um he sounds really good with he has some 
new rappers on there. He sounds really good on the new beats. Happy yeah. to hear that. He got some old people on there. He brought back, you know, the old group he was in with Foxy Brown and AZ and all that. It was first really of all, good. wait, wait, wait. Now was in the group with Foxy Brown. Yeah, the firm. Bro, bro, I did not know that at all. Did you know that uh, Nas was in a group with Foxy Brown and AZ, who is a rapper that was on Illmatic? They uh-uh. were the three of them were in a group together, and they did a song with Dr. Dre in like '95 or something. Mm. Anyways, yeah. So brought them all back. All sounded good. All sounded real good. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I have not heard the Nas album. I heard one song, and I've heard that the album is fire, but I still haven't listened to it. But the shitty thing is, is I listen to the Jay-Z song. Because the thing is, like, everybody says that Jay-Z is literally trying to shit on Nas every time he drops something. I was going to get into that. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> like, that's, I mean, that's the consensus that Jay-Z keeps on shitting on him. So, there's, like, it's pretty solid evidence. Ever since the year 2001 or 2002, yeah, yeah. every time Nas drops something, Jay-Z drops something. <laughs> Like if you drop an album He's or just something, like, fuck you, yeah, 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 fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, honestly, the thing is with Jay, um, I'm gonna be completely honest. That song sucked, but the video was way more. The video was worth it. All right, the song. I'm, I'm really not trying to hear that song on the radio. It's not like it's gonna. It doesn't seem like it's one of those things that's gonna. End up being catchy later on down yep. the road. So I, I agree 100%. I yeah, didn't yeah. see the video, but yes, the song, what I think happened. Oh, you didn't see this video? No, no. Oh, the video, honestly, I, the video is what the song was made for. So, so they had Nas on the Breakfast Club. Yeah. And Charlemagne intentionally brought up, like, hey, of course, Charlemagne did. <laughs> uh, actually, was it Charlemagne and DJ Mix? Anyways, yeah. they brought up, like, he is always releasing some shit. And, yeah. and you know, Nas is basically saying, like, I guess great minds think alike or whatever. But really what like I think that. happened was, is that I think Nas fucked Jay-Z over. I think Nas snuck this shit out, and Jay-Z was sitting on the couch and like, oh, shit. Oh, and he, and he had to go <laughs> and drop then, it last second. Yeah, and then he was like, hey, I need... What, what? Yep. And, yep. Then he, and then he stuck his hand under his bed, and he pulled out... <laughs> Some old shit he had with Pharrell. <laughs> was like, nah, okay, but the thing is, like, the thing is, like, Jay Z and Pharrell always make hits. Like, change yeah. clothes. Um, like, this, they really make straight hits. But the thing is, is that Jay Z, I don't know. I just don't think they tried that hard making this. Like, obviously, with the, the, with the what you just said, as far as them just dropping it last second, just trying to spite Nas. But I don't even think it's that deep. Like. Jay-Z, you knew this song was trash before you put it out. But the video, like I said, like the whole video, it just goes through a whole bunch of, you know, new black-owned businesses. And mm-hmm. it's literally, because the whole song is just literally like three whole fucking words. But like the video yeah. is, yep. you know, the video is what it was for. Um, you know, it's a necessary song. But you want to know another high-profile rapper that just dropped some trash, though? Drizzy Drake. That song uh, was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, the video... The video was alright, but mm-hmm. the song, I don't know, it, it takes me a while to get into Drake songs. I mean, I wouldn't say yeah. I'm a Drake hater, mm-hmm. but, you know, because his old shit bangs, I feel like he's trying to be a pop star more yeah. than an actual rapper now. Are you talking about the uh, Laugh now, pop star now. song or the Laugh Now? The one in the video with Odell Beckham and Drewski and all them. Okay. Yeah. Like, honestly, the thing is, he's not, he just, I just get upset when Drake doesn't go as hard as I know he can. And I'm just kind of, I'm just underwhelmed with a lot of stuff that he does. 
Mm-hmm. I think he's just releasing stuff to release stuff just to make keep stay relevant. But yeah, yeah, I think uh, so. The pop star song, I feel like it all sounded good except the hook was trash. Like I'm not a pop, I'm not a doctor, I'm a pop star. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic Drake though. That's like, like I said, when he bullshits, he bullshits. Like, yeah, it should remind me of. Uh, what scorpions? I'm not with the rah rah. I am a da da. <laughs> yeah, I mean Drake's features are way better than Drake's actual song. Like if yeah. Drake's featured on the song, it bangs. Yeah. If Drake makes a song, I won't say it, it's bad, but you know I'm I'm not a Drake hater, but yeah, it's 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 hard to like all of his stuff, or at least like really rock with all of his stuff. Oh, what I think is is I think it is is that um, when rapper he's in the middle of. When you're younger, you keep up with the trend, mm-hmm. but then when you get to a certain age, you kind of keep the same style that you have through the rest of your life. No, he's not. I feel like. I mean, he he changes. He cha- he. Well, if if it's a so, nigga that changes their rap style, it's Drake. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I guess what I mean is, I'm not talking about just like rappers or artists. I'm talking about people in general. Like mm. when you're younger, you keep up with the fads. Yeah. And then at a certain age. You kind of just worried about yourself, really. Yes, but also at a certain age, you take whatever fad is currently in, and you just kind of keep that style about yourself. Ah, uh, in in some ways. Some ways, some ways. Um, and I think he is at that point where he's like, "Should I keep? Should I keep switching up with these little kids, or should I just like be the grown man rapper like Jay Z and Nas?" Where like where like Jay Z not and trying to do that. I can tell you right now, Drake's not trying to. I think he he, he's not trying to talk to nobody over thirty, bro. Drake, because mind you, Drake's like what thirty five. I don't know how old Drake Something is. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, but Drake, but I think, Drake is still trying to make that summer, that summer go to the beach, uh, you know, hottest new song out type stuff. He's not, he's not, he's not elevate, not elevating, but he's not trying to make. Uh, he's trying to still target that same demographic of artists or consumers more so. So you don't you don't think he's no he's not. Keep, I don't think he's trying to speak to you know older crowds. I feel like that's Drake, what I'm that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think that that's his problem. That's his problem. Oh, um, <laughs> that's what. Ah, uh, yeah. Because like that's that's what I'm saying. Where it's like you look at Jay Z and Nas, where at a certain age you kind of transition away from keeping up with the latest trend and you start doing this grown folks rap. Bro, I swear I didn't hear that's what you said. I don't, I don't know. We can play it back later, but I swear I don't think that's what you said, bro. Because <laughs> I was all like, I was literally ready to come get you, but fuck it, fuck it. So okay, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Jay Z and Nas they successfully transitioned from like keeping up with the latest trends and to Drake is having doing this time. grown folks rap where you're like just you're rapping like a grown man, like you're rapping yeah. about, and you're keeping the timeless style. That always works, no matter what year it is. You just keep that style, and you just do your grown folks rap. Like Drake, he needs to do that, but I don't think he knows that yet. And he's still trying to be like the hip, like Fortnite looking. <laughs> he's, 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 he's trying to be the cool mom. Yeah, yeah. I think that's his problem. Yeah, I mean, either or. All I know is that Drake is Drake is good for learning a new accent and trying to yeah. hop on a. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, that's what I was say- like. That's what I was saying. I was like, Drake is always changing, yeah. like always trying to be what's in with it, what's in the in crowd. Yeah. But um, you know, he does a decent job. But yeah. yo, uh, but to transition a little bit, 
Uh, how about the what you would see? Um, all these colleges making the biggest finesse of 2020, <laughs> inviting students to come to school, get them to pay full tuition, and then send them home. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. They. Oh yeah. Because I know at NC State, um, I know somebody that's going there right now, and they are like, "Hey, thanks for the tuition, but you got to get out now." Like they are kicking people out of NC State. Um, UNC mm-hmm. Chapel Hill, they canceled all their in-person classes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're probably going to, I think, I want to say that they're still going. I don't know if they're kicking people out over there, but it's not looking too good if you pay full tuition right that now. That is interesting. I didn't know that. I oh. didn't know. So it's basically like, it's kind of like the contract requires them to be like on campus in order to pay for on-campus stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like bring them in. To fulfill that, and then when that requirement's met, it's like, honestly, because the thing is, so UNC Chapel Hill had a pretty good way. They had a, they had a pretty good way of tracking students with uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I uh, found out is that they just had like a, they had I guess different you know measures and you know labeled hot spots of people that were catching uh, corona. So they had, they did a pretty decent job as far as tracking it. And once it got out of hand, quote unquote, mm-hmm. which they already knew was going to happen, they had a good plan as far as, you know, documenting it and then having reason to cancel classes. Um, but from what I heard, NC State, they were a little bit more lax on it. And, you know, the shit got to a certain point and now they're sending everybody home. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it's like a uh, COVID cesspool and they're just jumping <laughs> in. But honestly... I still think the main reason that those big schools tried to have class is so they could play football. If you want to keep it 100 bands, mm-hmm. I think that the only – because I think the majority of the NCAA has tried to – the majority of the NCAA has tried to uh, cancel their um, football schedules except for, like, the Power Five conferences. So, mm-hmm. like, you got, like, the ACC, SEC, um, yep. you know, those big, big 12, Big 10. Mm-hmm. Um, most of those are still going. I think the Big 10 actually canceled theirs. Yeah. But at the end of the day, schools are just trying to make this revenue off of football, mm-hmm. which LSU said they were going to lose $80 million if yeah. they didn't play football this year. <laughs> and I'm like, but you're not paying these players at all, right, but right. you stand to lose $80 million. That's ass backwards. You either got to pay them or take that L. Highest paid government employee in every state is a college coach. I believe that. I believe it. Yeah, because if it's a public university, you can definitely look up their um, salaries. So, yeah, yeah, I believe that. Yeah. So that makes more than the police chief, (laughs) more than the fire chief. The mayor, the governor. The mayor, the governor. (laughs) The highest paid person in each state is probably a football coach. Yeah, I completely believe that. Um, I don't know. have Have you heard anything about, like, HBCUs and how they're handling it? Because I haven't heard shit. No, I don't think I know that uh, Johnson. I mean, JCSU near us yeah. has been completely shut down. Word, like you can't even. Uh, my dad was curious about just looking at the campus, just you know, taking yeah, a tour just, of the campus. Yeah. Couldn't even get in. Couldn't even drive around. Really? Uh, yeah. So I, I think I think we just. Uh, I feel like most black people have been pretty good about this. I think. Like I, I, honestly, you say like I feel you. I, I mean, sure, you. sure, they all believe that, you know, uh, there's Bill Gates and the Illuminati and shit. <laughs> yeah. But still, 
I think. I don't think for the most part. It's been I don't know, man, because. I didn't seen <laughs> videos of pool parties. I didn't seen too. clubs packed. Like I know Atlanta for one is handling it horribly. Oh, like yeah. if there's one, if there's one place I know, which is like the mecca of black people, you <laughs> feel me? And they are handling it horrible. So I don't want to say it's black people doing like doing right. I just think it's just common sense. Like there shouldn't be this big of a discrepancy between who's following it and who's not following it. It's, it, it should be pretty straightforward, but. Mm-hmm. Especially with these schools going back to campus, do you think there's, do you think there's a way that it's supposed to go, or should they just not be in there in general? I think that. Uh... So like, is there? So what I'm because I know there's different universities that are doing, like I think it was like Boston University. They're testing like every single student yeah. every single week. Yep. So I think twice a week actually, and. Is that the right way to go about it, or should they just not be in school, period? Yeah, I would say that in an ideal situation, I would say everyone takes a gap year. But yeah. I know that's not They're going right. to lose too much money. They're going to lose too much money, and, you know. Colleges are for profit. Yeah. <laughs> and But I would say in a realistic situation, I think that the shit's just going to have to be online. Like, they can do it if they want to. They just don't want to. I mean, like, I because would not pay. Just imagine paying thousands of dollars to why. go to school. Yep. And you not even go to school. And that's my point. Because when you're paying those thousands of dollars, you're not paying for. When you when you do it online, mm-hmm. all you get is the academics. You don't get the uh, luxury dorm rooms. You don't get the luxury cafeteria, the, you know. Oh, yeah, fountain, the, cat, the water yeah. fountains and the chandeliers. Like, you don't get all that when you do it online. But when you do it online, you're still paying for all that stuff. Exactly. That's why it's so expensive. So the ideal situation is they do it online and you just pay for the online shit. But, of course, that they're not going to do that because they still have to pay off the chandeliers and the uh, yeah. cafeterias. For and the profit. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I, I would never – I can't – I'd be upset if – I sent a student to college just for them to get turned back. Like, let's be real. The best part about college is not the classes. Yeah. Imagine going to college and missing out on everything, everything really besides yeah. besides yeah. homework. Yeah. Like, you could go to college, but you could only do homework. That yeah. shit sounds horrible. And uh, this summer, I was mentoring some students that uh, have internships in uh, Silicon Valley and I did the same thing yeah and man being out there like on your own Mm -hmm. in the middle of it's basically like Hollywood if you're in the tech industry like being out there at that age it is so fun and I was just like it's fucking sucks that y'all stay in the house (laughs) y'all just staying in the house they're doing all the work and none of the fun yeah that's tragic that's tragic it sucks so like if I had the money and if I was in a if I was at a college I would just do a gap year. Yeah. Because um, yeah. some people really do have to get out their hometown. Some people, yep. I was one of those people like, I do not want to be here anymore. Let yep. me go. I'm trying to go out and spread my wings. Yep. But, I, yeah, my hometown, I just did not want to stay there after. Um, but, you know, what works for some people, does it for the other. Mm. But, oh, I don't know if this was this week or if it was last week. Uh, Meg came clean about Tory Lane shooting him. Yeah. Shooting her. It's yep. uh, it's 
not looking too good for Tory, man. It's, his career's his he, career's done for now. Yes. Uh, more than not looking too good, I think it's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's looking at getting deported and jail time. Right. It's not... And, the and thing, you know what? Yeah. You want to go or I don't want to go? Huh? You want to go or I want to? Go ahead. I, I'm going to say something kind of weird. Go ahead. <clears throat> because of this situation, I think uh-huh. for the first time in my life, I understood what it feels like to be white. <laughs> okay, I'm listening, I'm listening. So, I was talking about this with some uh, black women. Okay. And they were talking about all of the people online, mostly black men, but yeah. let, let's be clear, the thumbnails on their profile were black men. Okay. They okay. could so be, they could be could bots. Be- they yeah. could be, you know, Russian spies. We don't know. Yeah, so, yeah. But all of the black men online making fun of Megan, you know, saying, like, if you, she's snitching and, like, just all terrible things yeah, that were yeah. stupid. Like, a bunch of people shit on. And it was just, like, this whole thing of, like, black men don't respect black women. They don't like black women. They don't, like, when black women get attacked, they don't, they're not there for them. All of this stuff. Yeah. And I was just sitting there like, yes, you're seeing all of that, but it's not all it's of not, us. Like, I am not one of those people. And being uh, in that situation oh, I see what you're saying. where it's like, yes, where like the whole room is like, yes, black men. Black men ain't shit. But it's like, but you know, women. And it's like, you know. It's like, you're talking about other people, not me. Yeah. Um, I understand where it's coming from. Because actually, I think it, I don't know if you heard about that protester that, Alawatosin or I can't remember Alawatoyan. Some some mm-hmm. protester like she's like 19, 20 years old. I think it's her birthday today. I think she ended up she was out protesting for Black Lives Matter and you know really at the forefront. Yep. Megaphone, all this other stuff, but ended up getting killed by a black person. Yep. And yeah, that that shit tragic. So yeah, I understand the um, I understand where they are coming from, but yeah, I mean I guess I see what you're saying as far as like. I guess feeling quote unquote white as far as <laughs> it's not me, but I know what happens. Yes. Um, and and, and I, there's nothing I can do about it, really. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I think, you know, I do think that with some, I'm not going to say with like the entire black community. It's so, I never like to make comments like all black, black people, people are feel this, like this or white people yeah, like that. Yeah, right, yeah. right. But I do think that, yes, there is some subcultures where like black women aren't respected. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, like if you really think about it, like the traditional quote unquote values, I think that's what, that's what a lot of people are fighting against right now is women, you know, obviously I, cause what they earn, what 78 cents to every, you know, white male's dollar. And you know, it's just just different disparities like that. Yeah. Um, which I understand, um, why they are fighting for it, but it's like in certain cultures, especially like you know, if you have like a lot of Africans are like that. Um, a lot of you know people outside of the U.S. Um, it's kind of a really patriarchal society, yeah. Yeah. and you know, there's nothing you can really do. I mean, not nothing you can do about it, but it's just it's just hard to it's hard to to as- not associate with it, but it's hard to say that you don't understand what's going on. Yeah, but. You know, yeah, it is what it is. Um, but so I think you know, 
I think that um, <clears throat> I think they were arguing, and she just looked him dead in his eyes oh, and just hit yeah. him with the greatest short joke of all time. <laughs> and <laughs> she, he just she like, probably flamed that nigga. <laughs> no, 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 because no. I would laugh about it because the shit is horrible. But I'm not um, justifying Tori. At I, yeah, all. yeah, yeah, I get you, I get you. But get I'm you. just saying that if they were arguing, and if you wanted to hurt Tory Lane's feelings, like that shit is easy. Yeah. Not only is he short, but his hairline's like yeah. But thing is like because like Tor, but if you really think about it, Tory was on top of the world at the time right now. Oh, yeah. So he had quarantine radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally, honestly, I think he had the hardest verse of 2020 easily. That was popping verse. Bro, I kid you not. That's probably the hardest verse of 2020 so far. But, ugh. Yeah, I guess. I think we can definitely agree it's all over. Yeah, it's it's, it's over for my man. But I'm just saying, and I'm not trying to justify or come up with a reason why he should have done it. Because there is no reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. We all agree on that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying that, you know, if they were arguing... And she pissed him off. I wonder. It's, I don't know. You what don't shoot happened. somebody because you're happy. Of you course. Feel me? Like, right, right, right. She clearly pissed him off. Because I, I, I think <laughs> on the IG Live, she said something about, hey, uh, we were all in the car arguing. And yeah. She got out the car right, and he right. shot at her. Yeah. And, you know, whether he, I don't, you know, hopefully he's not, I don't know. He's just dumb at the end of the day. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just, 100%. It's, it's, just, it's just bitch made moves. Not only, not only did you shoot a woman, you shot a woman with her back turned in a bikini. Like <laughs> it's that like, was that was trying to help your ass out. It wouldn't even like the only the only the only lower you could do is if you shot an old woman in the back. Like yeah, it's that's, the that's only a, shittiest that, thing that is it's literally the shittiest thing anyone could ever do. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's the thing is like you would never really Think about, especially with like Meg's. Um, I guess her popularity has just increased. You know, with WAP and all that stuff. You would think that it would have been like front news on everything. You right. really, you That's really didn't. It, yeah, you really didn't hear about it a lot. That's what the people are saying. Too, yeah, yeah, it's like why? I guess I don't know if they just assume that all black rappers, male or female, get <laughs> shot or what was going on, but. That should have definitely been a higher profile uh, story than it was a lot of places. It definitely should have been higher profile, but I think also the fact that she admitted that she was protecting him by not talking about it. Do you know how real somebody got to be for you to shoot them (laughs) and then for for them to still protect you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's about as shitty as it gets, honestly. And people on the internet are still shitting on her. Saying she's a snitch. I mean, like, that's why the internet is like. It's, the, the internet. It's it, it's a black hole of information. Yeah. Like you like too much. You just learn too much about people. Like people can mm-hmm. unadulteratedly. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if that's the right word. They can say whatever they feel like. Yep. And you can't do shit about it because you. It could be like I said. It could be coming from a bot. It could be coming from wherever else. Mm-hmm. But you can't do shit about it. Like people can't get hit in the face for what they say. Yeah. And I mean, I learned when. Gucci Mane was bettering himself, and they were like, nah, that, that nigga's a clone. He's a clone. <laughs> but, <laughs> imagine, but imagine how good you have to be doing at life. Because he was <laughs> dieting and reading books. Like, oh, man. That say, is- <laughs> say, no, 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 no. He died in jail. <laughs> he can't be that good of a person now. 
Like just, that's just that's toxic as fuck. <laughs> if somebody thinks you would rather have died than become a better person, yeah, yeah, that's about as that's about as shitty as it gets, man. Um, oh, um, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, The Rock. I just found this out. Um, the Rock. So you know, The Rock just bought XFL. Yeah. So I'm excited for the chance of having a quote-unquote black-owned football league. Mm-hmm. All right, because the Rock is half uh, half Polynesian and half black. Yeah. Um. But with that being said, uh, he really kind of came out. The NFL hasn't said. I don't know. I think the NFL said something about um, what was it? The uh, Jacob Blake killing and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I know the Rock came out and said something. Um, and then. Like I said, subsequent, like before that, like, you know, the NBA players walked out, um, mm-hmm. all these, like MLS even, not even uh, doing anything. So, yeah, the MLS not playing, the NBA not playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think tennis wasn't, uh, Osaka. Yep. Like she's the, the highest paid athlete in the world. She's not paying. And it's uh, at the forefront of everybody because the Clippers and the Lakers ended their seasons, but apparently everybody else in the NBA is still playing. Mm-hmm. So, how are you feeling about was that the right move by the NBA? Because you know, first of all, the NBA has been doing better than anybody else as far as COVID prevention yeah. and as far as speaking out on um, social justice issues. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the Lakers and the Clippers deciding that they're not going to play? The two best teams in the league deciding that they're not going to play, but then all other teams remaining to play. I think that. Um before the NBA started back up again, mm-hmm. my fear was that uh, it would be a distraction to like the issues coming up. And a lot of people, the argument I got back from a lot of people was, well, sports have historically been about highlighting issues. And when mm-hmm. the NBA comes back, they're going to do that. So it won't be that big of a distraction. Yeah. And I didn't agree with that at first, but I think things like this have helped prove me wrong. I think, um, you know, continuing to do this will continue to keep that pressure. And yeah, because, you know, I never worry about the whole police brutality thing dying down forever because the cops are going to keep killing. They have no reason (laughs) to stop. They're not being punished. (laughs) They get, they're protected by the unions. Right. So they're not. They're gonna keep doing what they do. There's no reason for them to stop because nothing's. If nothing, if you do something and nothing changes, there's no reason to stop. Keep doing it again. So yes. this is gonna keep happening. Um, so I don't worry about like the world moving on, so to speak. Yeah. But um, I do think that what I do worry about is it becoming the norm, and moves like this help continue to reinforce that even though this keeps happening over and over again, it's not normal and we don't want to make it normal. We don't want to make, make this it feel comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Um, the way that I'm feeling about it is I was against the NBA coming back, but now I feel like since everything started back up and the NBA was doing so well and let's be honest, like if you've been watching the games, they've been playing their asses off. Like you know, 40-point triple-doubles, buzzer beaters, all that ty- all, the, all those types of things. So the NBA has really been highlighted, and it's really the main, 
the main sorts of sports that anybody's been getting. Yeah. And then, granted, they have Black Lives Matter painted across the um, across the the um, court. Yeah. With the best two teams in the league dropping out, mm-hmm. that makes it so much more. It it gives everybody that what if. Yeah. So. I've been back and forth about how I feel about the other players continuing to play. Mm-hmm. But honestly, each year, like this year is like whoever wins the championship is going to have like a little asterisk next to um, their title. Like, is it real or um, did they really earn this if they didn't go through those two teams? But to me, it had to be done. Something needed to change. And as you know, I've been talking about like in the episodes that we've recorded previously, mm-hmm. like I've been, you know, WNBA has been on it every yeah. single week. Yeah. Um, they've been, you know, just leading the way. Mm-hmm. But with the NBA finally getting to that point, and this is this is pretty big, man. Um, I don't like. I don't think any teams have quit in a season. Like two top mm-hmm. profile teams just quitting during the season. Mm-hmm. It's been it's unprecedented, basically. Yeah, yeah, it is, it definitely is. And the I, I I would put it this way. I think. The Rock is lucky he didn't start the XFL up yet yep. because yep. because the they NFL's gonna fuck up a little unlike bit more. unlike all the other leagues the XFL can't afford to take a break no they gotta no. keep bringing in money yeah yeah if they that's why if they able stop, to buy it for fifteen million dollars yeah yeah if they stopped for a protest they would go out of business oh yeah so they would have had to keep playing and everybody would be on like oh the XFL don't give a shit you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah yeah because I think. Uh, l- let me see, because I think Kyrie Irving has said something about the teams not. Um, Kyrie Irving has said something about not even playing in the first place. Mm-hmm. But now I liked it better to have progressed a little bit and really showing the value of sports yep. in the society. Because let's be honest, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people don't understand is that a lot of the players have been profiled before, have been labeled as aggressive, have been labeled as, um, you know, just quote unquote fitting the description. Mm-hmm. And the fact of that that could have been them, that's yeah. what they're protesting. Um, it's more so of don't capitalize off of the backs of a lot of black athletes if you're not willing to care about the black athletes' struggles, like the way that college football is trying to do. You know, they want to, like LSU, they want to make that $80 million. But Mm -hmm. LSU, to my knowledge, hasn't come out and said, oh, what's going on with Jacob Blake is horrible. And they're not speaking out. A lot of these college coaches aren't speaking out. But they were speaking out on trying to restart the season. You got to think about it. That SEC area, so like, you know, like your Tennessee's, Georgia's, Alabama's, Mm -hmm. um, all those states over there, that's red country. So... You know, Black Lives Matter, that that whole that has a stigma around it down there. Yeah. And now with the coaches, you know, being vocal about wanting to start up the season, the coaches also don't want to be vocal about supporting mm-hmm. their players, basically. Cause if you want to keep it honest, being black in America, it's it's kinda like a lot of the people automatically I won't say every black person supports the movement, but a strong majority does to the yeah. point where you know, it's not whether it's whether it's the not a lot of people even give a fuck about the Black Lives Matter organization. Like Black Lives Matter is an affirmation. Black Lives yeah. Matter is a is a movement to get behind. You yeah, know, yeah. and if the coaches aren't supporting that, 
you know, it's it makes you. That's why a lot of uh, a lot of top athletes are, you know, taking HBCUs into consideration now. Yeah. Don't say you want the don't don't let me make all this money for you and you not give a fuck about me. Exactly. That makes no sense. Most deaf. Yeah. yeah. But um yeah, so I mean if we could do you want to delve into uh the shooting as I'm pretty sure everybody's pretty much heard about it and it's it might get a little dark as we go down it, but um how are you feeling about going yeah. through the through the uh Kenosha shooting? Yeah, we can uh bring the mood down for a little and pick it up at, towards the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so I guess, you know, hopefully, you know, I don't like the idea of sharing the video and, you know, right. quote unquote, yep. you know, just, just plastering, you know, black men getting killed, black women getting killed, all right. this other stuff. But it's necessary for people to understand what happened. Right. Um, like I said, there's three cops there. If you can't subdue one guy, y'all need right. a new job. Yeah. At the end of the day, it took... It didn't even take three of them. It, like I said, he's. But the good thing about it is that Jacob Blake did live through it. Yep. So that is we we get a kind of, you know, it's bad. Like we get a we we're going to get a what's the word I'm looking for another perspective right. from the person that was actually involved in the shooting. Yep. And that's extremely rare. Exactly. And extremely fortunate that he not only that he lived through it, but he can tell his side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, even if you go by. Even if you just go by what the police say, that he was walking towards his car to get a knife. I mean, number one, there's four of three of you. I mean, he's like three or four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, if he is, you've seen many videos of police interacting with white guys with knives out, and Mm -hmm. not only that, but it's so simple. If he's getting a knife out of his car, all you have to do is stand back. You know, um, see what's gonna happen next. Just keep a safe a distance more than an arm's length. Distance yeah, but they didn't know what he. I understand, like understandable. They didn't know what he was getting. So I understand the fact of you know, understand the fact of not knowing what he was getting. Um, that's a good point that's been brought up. But it's the fact of him being. I don't know. It's. it's I want. I want to word this the right way. Because it was almost like he was innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. Or he's uh, guilty until proven innocent. Guilty until, yeah. yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be innocent until proven guilty, but he yeah. was guilty until proven innocent. Because, granted, he was breaking up a fight. You know, the reports, mm-hmm. that, the reports that I've looked at and what I've seen, he yeah. was breaking up a, uh, breaking up a fight. Mm-hmm. And then um, I read one thing. I don't know how, how the legitimacy of this, but apparently he ended up having um, – warrants and that's when they tried to get him and then I think they said that they tased him or whatever else but that's that's what's killing me is like there's three of you guys right a taser so if there's three police officers that means there's three tasers so mm-hmm. three guys and three tasers yep. can't subdue somebody you just need a different profession with kid yeah. like with his kids in the car too yep it, right and you saw um, the guy that's supposed to be charging the cops that killed Breonna Taylor Oh my god! Speaking at the RNC and oh yeah, I got I got some thoughts about that. But go ahead, I'll I'll let you I'll let you get yours off first. You know, um, I mean, damn. (laughs) All right, (laughs) all right. So with me, what I don't like is why he was speaking in the first place. 
he was speaking as like I guess he was invited to speak because people get invited to speak. It's not like a you it's not you don't apply to the speak at the RNC. You get invited to speak. And my problem is that whoever invited the attorney general for uh, Louisville or for uh, Kentucky. So basically, the guy that's responsible, the guy that hasn't charged the uh, murderers of Breonna Taylor. It's almost like he was built up into a certain figure for the, you know, for Republicans, as mm -hmm. if he was some figure to look up to. That's why he's at the Republican National Convention. Yeah, um, Trump tweeted that the Republicans have a new star, and this is Daniel Cameron. And yeah, like, bro, that's that's that's. that's uh, they, okay, so like it's it's so bad. Like I'm hard. I don't understand how you could enjoy that title or enjoy being used as a puppet. Um, so when I was watching the RNC, it was really hard for me to watch. The only, you know, this might sound wrong, but the only time, the only way I was able to digest any of the speeches and actually watch any of them was if I only listened to the to the black people. <laughs> All right, so the black, like literally, the only people that I could make it through a full speech mm -hmm. were black, were the black Republicans that were speaking, because the rest of the Republican Party is so out of touch with black issues and you know the things that are going on in quote unquote Black America that it's hard to listen to. Um, but with Daniel Cameron, um, he, like I said, I think he enjoys being built up into that figure mm -hmm. of. We're not going to let these anarchists take over our great nation. And mind you, the like the major, I, well, I think it was, they said it was like five of the same cops that were in the Breonna Taylor raid. Mm -hmm. They were part of a botched raid before. So mm -hmm. they've been fucking up for a while. <laughs> and, and the attorney general has just been letting it slide. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's, that's what's really tough is that I don't understand how you could protect people that burst into somebody's house and killed them. Yeah. And and the idea, you know, they come up with the excuse that the investigation is ongoing. Um, we saw on Vice recently, uh, this guy interviewed the eyewitnesses um, and they all said the police haven't spoken to them yet. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't want to know the truth. <laughs> because if they, cause if they talk to the witnesses, they're going to have to document it. And if they document it, they're going to realize how fucking crazy they sound protecting these guys. That's that's really what it sums up to. And, you know, it's just, it is, uh, the power structures in the country are very interesting. Um, because, you know, it's not, a, sometimes it's not about how many people, it, you, sometimes it's not about if most of the country wants this done, then it will get done. When it comes to political issues like this, it's not about that. Mm. Even if 99% of the people in the country want something to happen, it doesn't matter. What matters is the people who can make it happen, how do they feel about it? That's all that matters. Yeah, it, like, you have the you power have, to do it. Like, you know, Beyonce sent him a letter. Yeah. The hashtag um, justice for Breonna Taylor has been going for months. All of these, so many people agree. It's April, I believe. Right. So many people agree, but that doesn't matter because the police department there doesn't want to do it. 
Then the people above them, the attorney general, he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. The person above him, the mayor, it's Kentucky. Yeah, Yo, it's don't Kentucky. Do At the end of the day, it's Kentucky. And then it goes all the <laughs> way up to you know uh, the president. He right. don't want to do it either. William Barr, Trump, they don't want to do it. And even if everyone in the country wants it to happen, if that if no one in that chain of command wants it to happen, it's not. It's gonna not going to get done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, and then um, there there was just such a lot of the people were there to just just promote hate, not promote hate, but yeah. promote fear. Fear like, is hate. Yeah. It's a different kind of hate. Fear is hate. Uh, is fear hate? I wouldn't say fear is hate, though. I, I would say that hate is a little bit... I can hate somebody and not fear them, but I can't fear somebody and not hate them. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess... Yeah, I, I, I guess it's, it's wrong to say they're the same thing, but... But they're very closely related. Yes. Okay, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, I mean, it, the, the whole... And then Herschel Walker... Herschel Walker was literally just used as a pawn. <laughs> Trump was like, here's my black friend. <laughs> like, if, like, anytime, yep. yeah, Herschel Walker was just like, Mr. Trump is not a racist. My family and him went on to Disney World. Like, he said, like, they went to Disney World with the family. He came. It was a good time. And, you know, he's been my friend for 37 years. This is, I, I am the black friend that, you know, he's not, he's not a bad guy. He's not a bad guy, you know. And I'll, I'll say this, like, if someone truly isn't a racist, if someone, if someone truly does not believe that black people are inferior, mm-hmm. but they are willing to do any racist act imaginable to achieve something, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, even if he's not racist, the fact that he's willing to enable all of this racist activity, it doesn't matter that he's not racist. Huh. I mean, shit, look what happened at the Kenosha protest. Yeah. Because, yeah. what was... Oh, yeah, this was, oh, this is really fucked me up. Um, what was the guy's the name? The kid? Yeah, the 17-year-old yeah. Uh, vigilante. Yep. They call him a vigilante now. The 17-year-old vigilante went to the protest for the sole reason to, quote-unquote, there was, property or yeah, there there was I think he was involved in a I think it was like a Facebook like militia, something yeah. like that. They tra- mind you, this man traveled across state lines to uh go to a to go to the protest, fully loaded, just to I mean, let's be honest, let's call it what it is. Um he came out there with his gun in case he had to shoot somebody. Yep. He would he came out there willing to shoot somebody. And yeah. his um, account on TikTok says, quote, bruh, I'm just trying to be flam- famous. Blue lives matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't even I haven't even heard that before. But yeah, that's horrible. So the guy literally went all the way to Kenosha with an AR-15 to, quote unquote, protect property. That's not his. Yep. And walk around with a gun feeling big and ended up shooting, shooting two people or killing two people and shooting more. Um, yeah, cause it's, it's, it's getting bad because at the end of the day, that 17 year old was possessing a fire alarm, firearm illegally. As much as they throw rappers in jail for, uh, gun possession charges, 
you would think that this 17-year-old wouldn't have been allowed to walk around with a pistol, or not with a pistol, with an AR-15. Um, well, they there's tons of footage of all of these riots of cops meeting up with white, quote-unquote, anti-protesters. Oh, yeah. And just meeting up and piling up like, hey, Shooting yeah, the shit. appreciate you, you know, appreciate what you're doing. Oh yeah, they were handing they were handing this guy waters, yeah. telling him that they that they appreciate him, and then sure enough, you know, a few hours later he ends up killing people. Yeah, and not only did he kill people, he killed people, ran up to the cops with the gun, with everybody saying that hey, this guy just killed this guy, mm-hmm. uh, arrest that guy. He was able to not only go past the cops. He walked to the cops with his hands up like this. With his hands to be up arrested, and arrested. Exactly. And they drove past him. Exactly. And then not only that, he was able to drive back across state lines. Anytime you travel state lines yeah. and commit a crime, that's federal. Yeah. Once you pass that state line, it's federal crime. Yeah. And I think they're charging him with first degree murder now. Um, it's, I mean, the fact that he was able to be emboldened and um, he's just, it's, it's tough to. I'm like stressed talking about this shit because there are a lot more like him. There are people that want to agitate protest and just go there, not for the cause, but for the opposite. It's kind of like Blackwater with the war. What do you mean? So with the war in Iraq, um, the war in Iraq was a big business opportunity for a lot of people because the government doesn't want to handle everything so a lot of private companies get contracts to do things for the government. Oh yeah. Because they can't have the blood on their hands. Yes. And because the government literally creates the money they're not that worried about the budget. You know. Mm -hmm. You can they you can charge an exorbitant amount to just bring water bottles to the soldiers or yeah. do this or do that. One of the contractors is uh, Blackwater Security, and they were actual, like, soldiers, private mm. soldiers Mercenaries. Exactly. Yeah. Mercenaries. And this is kind of similar, where it's like, if, speak on the police perspective, the police think, okay, in order to end this, we need to start beating these people. And we just need to keep beating them until they stop coming outside. But we can't do that. Let's use police brutality to <laughs> solve the problem of police brutality. Yeah. So that's their thinking is we just need to beat these people back in the house, but we can't do that. So let's... Oh, they can and they will, but go on. Let's... Um, well, right, they, they can't without it getting worse. So instead of if we don't do it, we can get these no-name guys that no one knows where they're from. Oh. No one knows who they are. Let's get them to do it. And then even it won't get as bad because they can't blame us specifically. And yeah, because like, that's not to, our guy, even though they were paid by them to do it. Yeah, it's similar to like the mercenaries in the war, where it's like they're not U.S. military. But so they can, they they can commit war crimes, and it yeah. won't look like we did it. Yeah. Yeah, cause I think the dude, I think the dude had uh, the dude was in like a like a cop training program or like some I want to be a cop type of program, <laughs> yeah. and it's like this is exactly why people are upset because these are the type of people that we don't need to be cops. Yeah, these are the people 
that we want to quote unquote cancel before they're able to get to a certain level of power mm-hmm. with their job. Yeah. Like I don't think a lot of people understand that quote unquote cancel culture. Right. Um, you know, I'm not well, more so for racist behavior because you know if you say something fucked up, you know that's a completely different conversation for another day. But as far as racist behavior and racist things being said. Mm-hmm. We want to stop those types of people from getting power. So imagine if this Kyle guy wasn't able to, um, let's say he didn't go down to the, to the police or to the protest. Mm-hmm. He didn't end up with first degree murder charges. Let's just say he just skipped that night and then he ends up becoming a cop. Mm-hmm. Then from that cop, he's able to come up the police chief at some point in time or wherever else, wherever he is, he's able to directly be in charge of people's lives. Like, if he probably would have been the, the at the forefront of another cop sh- shooting, yeah, um, you know, it stopped early. Thank mm-hmm. God, because he better not ever be. He better not get off. He better be charged as an adult, a, mm-hmm. and b not get off, um, or never be able to be a cop, mm-hmm. um, because these are the type of people that we do not want to be a cop. Yeah, and I would also add, if you look at that in a similar light, one positive thing about this is the young kids. The young white college students, yeah. the young white um, protesters who are getting beaten by cops for no reason, and they know it was for no reason, those people are going to grow up too. And exactly. they are eventually going to be in Congress or in positions of power. And it's good to know that those people During will know firsthand. Experience. Yes, firsthand <laughs> that this shit, what this shit really is. <laughs> that we weren't lying when we were saying this. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, you know, if you have so much, uh, if a lot of people have, if people have animosity towards a protest or feel a certain way about what's going on, go to one. Just go yeah. to one. Just just see for yourself. Yeah. You can't make assumptions about things that you don't have any experience in, which is actually bullshit because I'd be talking about a whole bunch of shit I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, it's like, you know, if you want to get a good if you want to get a full, get the full circle, you know, not investigation, but if you want to get the full circle experience, go there. Do what yep. you have to do. You can't talk like you become more informed by getting the experience of doing something, not just sitting from the sideline and criticizing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I feel like we've been on a political tip for a while, but yeah, we have. I just want to say, you know, the fact that the DNC had Bill Clinton speak just shows how trash they are. How are you going to let Bill Clinton speak after two Epstein specials were a smash Boy. hit? Yeah. <laughs> and a photo released of him getting massaged by a girl. <sighs> and you're going you're just going to let him go up on the This is our guy. This uh, this guy is who we are. Look at him. Here he is. You're going to have him go up? Why didn't they have R. Kelly go up? Uh, man, um, <sighs> I mean, at the end of the day, our country is in a rut. <laughs> our country is going through it right now. Um, you know, you ever seen two people wrong just argue and you're just looking like, what are y'all even talking about? That's basically our political state right now. Yeah. It's just two people that couldn't be more wrong arguing about who's more wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it's the Bill Clinton is not the spokesperson. 
nor does he need to be the spokesperson. But I think the DNC just kind of goes off of name notoriety, and they're not worried. They're worried. They're trying to get the people. They're trying to get older people. That was not for the younger crowd. That's you know seen that watches Netflix and has seen the Epstein documentaries. Right. Bill Clinton was there for those older, middle-aged um, people, probably like people like their 40s, 50s, yep. that were around when he was president, and they're mm-hmm. on that borderline of Trump and Biden. They don't really yep. like it, but you know that that wasn't for the younger crowd. That was that was more of a, a high level, mm-hmm. or not high level, but older. He was for the older demographic. Long story short. Yeah. I do think um, I do think a lot of the problems we list out comes from the fact that young people don't vote. And I also do think that I like the fact that there could be a change in that. I feel like being conscious about these things is becoming cool. Oh, yeah, it's on Twitter. Like, you can't get on social media without seeing political, um, political commentary. Yeah, yeah, big, caring about these things is starting to become cool. Yeah. Which, Lord knows I used to not care about this shit. But. Can, <laughs> which uh, can help correct that. And I think if we're able to effectively fix that with young younger people voting, then a lot of these issues we talk about can be fixed. Yeah, you just see uh, Cardi B with Joe Biden? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, I see, like, it's almost, it's really... Do you, do you, that's, I mean, there's no do you think about it. Like, it was, it was straight pandering. Um, you know, Joe Biden really probably does not give a fuck about what Cardi B thinks. Oh, yeah. But her influence and her reach spans yeah. so wide that mm-hmm. it's almost like they have to do that. Yeah. Which is the shitty part about it. Um, not because I know <laughs> it was funny because uh, I saw something uh, on social media mm-hmm. and they had like Fox News. They had put something like they they put the worst clip of Cardi B up there. And then they were like, this is who you want uh, talking to the president about issues going on. Like, granted, like, I understand that, you know, they a lot of people try to discredit people, mm-hmm. um, like discrediting Cardi B. But at the end of the day, Cardi B is still a taxpaying individual, taxpaying yep. citizen. Yep. Um, just because she's sex positive and all this other stuff, it's not like her voice or her vote doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and they were just, like I said, they were just like dragging her. Um, you know, I saw the, I saw bits and pieces of it. It was, <laughs> it it was kind of cringe though. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like we all know that having her talk to Joe Biden would be, if you're, if the goal of that is to get more young people engaged, which yeah. I believe it is, yeah. because young people tend to vote Democrat. They want young people to come out to vote. So what do you do? You set up events like this to get young people interested. Mm -hmm. If that is your objective, having Cardi B do talk to Joe Biden is much more better than having a Harvard political science professor talk to Joe Biden. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, that's definite. That's definite. Um, I mean, it's got the biggest song in the world, right? It makes sense. It is. That's what you're supposed. If your goal is to do that, that's what you do. Yeah, but I sometimes I feel like the pandering is getting out of hand. Um, it's almost like they want to quote unquote not hypnotize us, but they want us to follow blindly because it's somebody that we like, and yeah. instead of us doing the research ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I mean, 
the average person is not going to do a, a stressful amount of research to really find out what's truly going on. That's just, I think that's just how humans are built. They want the easiest way to, um, to the knowledge. That's why Elon Musk is trying to put chips inside of our head. But, you know, it gets to a certain point where you are, where a lot of government officials are just trying to check off different mm-hmm. things. They're not, they don't really care about the demographic. Mm-hmm. They just want somebody to influence the demographic. They don't care yeah. about the demographic. They just want that power and that pull to come to their side. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why, oh, you know, it's it's just ugly. It's political. <laughs> it's political shit ugly, man. Yeah. At the end of the day. Whew. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I was. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think I'm trying to look through some other things, but, you know, it was very, very, uh, very, uh, hectic week. Um, and then you had the, you know, with Mamba Day and Kobe Bryant's birthday. Yep. Uh, man, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I think I've already told you this before, but, you know, with Kobe, like, I like the fact that Mamba Day, so, like, Kobe Bryant's birthday's on, what, 823, Mamba Day is 824. Mm -hmm. So, I like that two-day span of just, you know, Kobe remembrance. Yep. Um, I've told you this before, but I am not a fan of random Tuesdays and like, you know, the middle of July just going, just Kobe memes. Like, yeah. I hate the fact that sometimes I don't get to miss Kobe. It's yeah. almost like I see him on my feed and I see him all the time. Because granted, like, you know, losing Kobe hurt. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. And I don't want to kind of be, I don't want to see him every day. I don't want to get upset when I keep on seeing his picture. Because it's like I don't have a time to like miss Kobe. You yep. feel me? Like, like granted, grief I'm not... is grief is a process. And exactly. When you're constantly exposed to that, it it's, hinders you from getting to the next step. Yeah, it's just always in my face, always in my face. Like granted, I'm not even related to the guy. Like so, who knows what uh what his wife and uh, kids are going through right now? But just yep. me as a Kobe fan, mm-hmm. I don't like him seeing plastered everywhere on every single day. Yep. But for that two-day span of 823 and 824, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. I don't want to keep on, you know, being reminded. But it's an yeah. ugly world, man. It's an ugly world. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, I feel – sometimes I feel the same way about, like, uh, some of these black issues where, like, I feel like I know enough. And sometimes hearing these stories – especially the fictional ones, mm-hmm. like the movies about made-up stories about yeah. racism and things, I feel like, for me, as an individual, it just hurts more than helps because I feel like the sto- the true stories that I know are enough. And yeah. then, like, seeing some of these, like, fictional stories where it's, like, more, it just hurts more than helps, and, like, I don't need to keep looking at. I need to take a break mentally. Yeah. Even though I think they all deserve to exist and I know most people on earth need to see them. They need to know about this stuff. Yeah. But for me, seeing all of it hurts more than helps. Yeah. Honestly, I always feel like I've well granted we just got done talking about uh race for however long. You know, it was yeah. kind of hard to articulate some certain things. Yeah. But um there's a part of me that always feels like it's not counterproductive. Well, no, I'll say counterproductive. So sometimes I feel like it's counterproductive to talk 
to black people mm-hmm. about race and race relations mm-hmm. uh, because the majority of us already know this. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's kind of just like you guys are regurgitating. It's like talking to somebody that you agree with about something that you agree mm-hmm. about, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes it feels counterproductive, but sometimes certain things just need to be said. Think that might do it. You got anything else? Uh, I wish we could end it on a light note. Uh, uh. <laughs> there, there's hurricanes, this, <laughs> and fucking political. Monica versus Brandy. Oh shit! Hey, Monica's <laughs> about to drag Brandy. <laughs> hey yo, what I tell you, Monica is about to drag Brandy. Like a lot of people don't realize that they like Monica songs. They just like the song. Mm-hmm. Monica really has flames. <laughs> Like, Brandy's cool, but Monica, like, Brandy's biggest contribution, I don't say biggest contribution, but Moesha, yeah. Moesha was kind of her highlight of her, um, that's, that was her, that was her, that's her highlight reel. You feel yeah, me? I feel like if it was a full entertainment gauntlet where they had to act and they had to dance, oh, yeah, then, yeah, 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 yeah. then Brandy, Brandy would, dog. Right, yeah, yeah. then Brandy would kill it. But with Monica, it's like all music. And- <laughs> I heard Monica punched her in the face. Yes, too. yes. Did you see the show? What show? So apparently, Monica punched her in the face right before the MTV Video Awards. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the you watched the music video, and I didn't. See, I haven't seen the music video, <laughs> yeah. but I heard about the story. Yeah, and like that makes it so much better. That like that makes me happy that they were actually willing to do this versus. Yeah. Having gotten to an actual physical altercation. Mm-hmm. But it's oh. good you do the performance right after you get that because it doesn't give it enough time to swell up. <laughs> yup. Yup. She uh, was about to say, yeah, throw a little bit more makeup on it. She would have been good. Well, they're they're both much older than that. I hope there isn't a Be- issue. I don't know, if man. If we see a fight on live, that's going <laughs> to I don't know. Are Because I know they started doing the verses together now. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Are they going to be together or is it going to be? I don't know. I'm not gonna lie to you, Ben. Monica about to drag her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really, really nothing else to it. Um, <laughs> yeah, my, Brandy, she's cool. She's got, she got, she got nice. You know, she got nice songs. She got a few bangers like Full mm-hmm. Moon, banger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but her best song is with Monica. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'd say that Monica's best song is with Brandy too, because the boy mm-hmm. is mine. That's a fucking. I, I fuck with the Space Jam track. The Space Jam track. What? For you, I will. And, but, oh, Hold what up. about, um, Before You Walk Out My Life and Monica, I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I said. No, Monica, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like a lot of people, she doesn't have that name notoriety or that song notoriety. But, mm-hmm. well, not song, but the, at least the title notoriety. But when you hear the song, you'll sing straight. Like, you go, oh, this is Monica. Oh, this is Monica. Mm-hmm. Like, it's about to be over for her. Yeah. Yeah. That Space Jam, did you ever have that Space Jam soundtrack? Uh-uh. uh-uh. I I'm trying to figure out what song you're talking about. I played the Space Jam soundtrack out. I had the cassette. What is the song? Like, I'm trying to figure out what you said. The Monica song on the Space Jam soundtrack. I have no idea what that song is. At least off the top of my head. Oh, hell yeah. Like I said, <laughs> like, yo, this is, this is literally what I just talked about, yo. <laughs> literally what I just talked about. <laughs> So this soundtrack, I played this shit. This you didn't hear 
the last track on the Space Jam soundtrack where they had Jay Z write a rap for First of all, Space Jam was 20 years ago, bro. <laughs> yes. I don't remember that shit. Yes. On the final track of the Space Jam soundtrack, they had Bugs Bunny did a whole rap song and they asked Jay Z to write all the lyrics. Word. I didn't yes. know that shit at all. <laughs> yeah. How you find shit out like that? That's wild, bro. I knew this. I had I had the Space Jam soundtrack. It's been like 30 years, like you said. Bro, it ain't been 30 years. <laughs> it's been a solid 20. Uh, let me, yeah, because, yeah, like I said, mm-hmm. I mean, that pretty much proves exactly what I was talking about, how Monica has flame that mm-hmm. nobody knows is Monica, but yeah. it's still flame. But it's all good. Everybody's going to find out. When, when is the versus? Saturday, Sunday? Monday. Monday. Yeah, like I said, everybody find out Monday. She's going to dog her. Um, peep peep the Space Jam soundtrack. Yeah, uh, Skip the R. Kelly songs and, you know, just... just Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, hey, man, I think that'll do it for today's episode, though, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, once again, this was The Blind Leading the Blind. Peace. See ya.